0: Discovered your link to GoPowerCat.com's Tannehill and Spiller PowerCat podcast. Here are your hosts: former K-State tight end Travis Tannehill and former Wildcat safety Monte Spiller. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Tannehill and Spiller podcast. I am Travis Tannehill. Got Monte Spiller on the line here. How you doing, Monty? I'm good, brother. How are you? How are you? Oh. I can't think of it being much better, coming off a a big win, coming off a big win. Shoot, man. I know we'll dive deep into that KU game, but it's been good to be a K-State fan in this rivalry about the last 12 years. <laughs>
1: definitely, definitely, for sure. I, t- I you know, it's, it's one of those things where I'm not sure where I saw the stat. Um, somebody made the comment about we, we need to win the next 12 or 11 to even the all-time um, score or, or all-time wins versus losses. and You know, the way things are going, we're not far away.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know which stat you're talking about, and I saw that as well. And I think I want, to, I want to say it's either 12 more, you know, we're down 12 or we're down 15 or something like that. And I was like, well, no, you no. know, I got to pretty, feel pretty confident in the next 20 years. Uh, you know, we'll win three out of four over the next 20 years. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I feel very confident in that. If not even sooner. So shoot, I'm 30. So by the time I'm 45, probably 50, no KU fans will be able to have that argument. It'll be glorious.
1: Oh. <laughs> there you um, go. There
0: you go. Yeah. So real, real quick, back it up. How to are you guys in districts yet? High school ball? Yeah, we're
1: in district. We're actually finished up with district. We played last week against Royal Valley. Um, their program, they got some good players, but they're kind of young and. And uh, you can tell they're building uh, towards some better things, but we beat them pretty handily, beat them 60-0. to So, um, you know, our kids did what they had to do, and now we have a big game this Friday against Perry LeCompton, who was the number three team in the state, and it's the first round of the playoffs. So, yeah, we're we're in the thick of things.
0: Nice. So, yeah, first round of playoffs. Yeah, we had last week off with uh, – Case on a bye week, so yeah, catching up. First round of playoffs, so yeah. So this week is is winner go home, right?
1: Pretty much, yeah, it is. And uh, like I said, it's a good matchup. They're they're a good team. They uh, suffered one loss this year to Hayden, and Hayden's a pretty uh solid powerhouse throughout the state year in and year out out of Tepica, and uh, that was a three nothing game for them going into the last minute of the game, and Hayden scored late, but yeah, so they they went blow for blow. With the one of the top teams, we're actually the number two team in the state, which is hate. So,
0: nice, sounds good. Well, best of luck. Hope you guys uh, go out there, play fast, play hard, and uh, come up with a W. But all right, back to uh, back to the Jayhawks. What? Where'd you watch the game? How'd you watch it? How'd you enjoy that uh, that slaughter fest that we all got to enjoy? Yeah, I
1: watched it from home, and it's one of those things where, you know, you and I, you know, we talk K State football weekly. And so the special team wasn't a surprise to me. I, and I know I was kind of disappointed with the offense early because we weren't really moving the ball um, like I thought we should. Again. And KU always comes out tough against no matter who they play. I'm going to give them credit. They they come out hard and they play hard. But then things normally takes place. The other team gets going and they kind of lay down towards the end. But um, the I was surprised to see how much, even though it's a rivalry game, I was surprised to see how much trash-talking KU was doing early, uh, even when we had the lead. you know. But our guys kind of stayed the course and ended up doing what they knew they could do. But offensive-wise, slow start. Defense, pretty impressive against a young mobile quarterback. And then special teams, you know, here's my question. If I'm a special teams coach or if I'm a head coach, I'm looking at my special team coach and say, do not kick the ball to that number 88. (laughs) <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think at this point, at this point, the risk reward—if you're the opposing team—I mean, you better be practicing with that punter all day long, all week long, to just kick it out of bounds. You'll give up, you know. Let's say that he, he, even if he shanks one, and you know, you lose 15 yards a, a field position. It's like it's, it's just not worth the risk. And that, that's always my, my, been my opinion, you know, on kickoffs is, uh, you know, we see these teams try to kick it super high in the air and land it on the on the five-yard line on kickoff returns, and it's like, just blast it out of the back of the end zone for the five, you know. So, all right, you pinned them at the 15 instead of the 25. You gain you know, you get pin them back 10 extra yards. <laughs> But they still had that one percent chance to return it for a touchdown, so that's always been my my opinion on uh, on kickoff returns and uh, but punts. Obviously, uh, you know, much different. You can't just blast it out of the end zone. That's not a good idea. Uh, but no, at this point, I think if you're the uh, the punting opposing team, you you better be practicing with that punter to pooch kick out of bounds. That, that was what we called it in high school. So get that ball out of bounds. Do not let Brooks uh, get the ball in his hand. And really, I mean, as you know. You know, K-State's K- K plugged in some very good returners. I don't think they're any uh, better at recruiting returners than anyone else in the country. So it's got to come down to you know, those other 10 guys that, that yeah. do an exceptional job. It's the blocking scheme. It's the whole entire unit as a whole because it really does seem like, you know, whoever you plug back there, as long as they're fast, they're going to have some success.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And it's one of those things, and you and I both know very well, you know, I got my first playing time. Um, uh, at K State on special teams, so there's a pride about special teams that goes back uh, to the 80s uh, up until today. That guys, if you're on special teams, you're gonna play hard and you want to be part of that team that makes a play uh, during the game. And they did a good job of it three or four times. So yeah, that was good to see. And and because it is KU, it's kind of like demoralizing because you look at them and you think, okay, you're gonna kick to our guy. Watch this. So that was fun to watch.
0: Yeah, no, the punt returns are always. I mean, one they're just always exciting too, especially when you have success because that's like, I mean, I remember looking up at halftime and you know we went at halftime thirty-four to seven, and I'm like, we're up thirty-four to seven. I was like, we've played horrible on offense, yeah, yeah. but but you know you throw in those special teams touchdowns and and the score looks pretty good because yeah, I was like amazed at halftime that we were up thirty-four to seven because we were not playing that well on offense. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, go ahead.
1: No, it's just one of those things where it's a complete team effort. But I walked away from the game thinking, you know, every game this year, I don't think we put together a complete effort, a positive complete effort as a team yet. Because against Oklahoma, offense struggled the first half. Defense kind of held it down for us. And then second half, offense came alive. And special teams, obviously, they helped us out. Against Tech, you know, we had a 10-0 lead. The offense kind of, I mean, defense kind of struggled a little bit, allowed Tech back into the game, but they stood up when they needed to and, you know, got away to win. Against TCU, defense played phenomenal early, um, putting out the quarterback early in the game, giving us a chance, and then offense came alive. So, we haven't played a complete, in my eyes, a complete game, offensive, defense, and special teams yet. The good news is, we have opportunities to, and we're capable of capable of doing it. And I'm hoping those come this week, the following week, because the three teams we haven't played yet, or two of the three, are in the top tier with us in the, in the in the league for the Big Twelve. So we need to put that together sooner than later.
0: Yeah, no, that's actually a very good point. That's kind of uh, I've said some things this week on the record of you know they, they've at the end of the day they've they found a way to gut out an ugly win, which has kind of always been K-State's MO, is that they're going to find a way to win, um, which is, you're basically saying the same thing, but, you know, you're kind of looking at the positive side of, hey, you know, there's still room to grow, and I would 100% agree with that, and I definitely definitely think on the offensive side of the ball, um, there's some room, room to grow, which, real quick, let's touch on Will Howard. Um, obviously, that's kind of the big question mark, uh, not even a question mark. I think we know we know what we're going to get with Will at this point. You know he's going to slowly but surely improve. Um, he 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 played another solid game. Seventeen for twenty four, two hundred and forty three yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. I mean at the end of the day, that's that'll win you ball games and so uh what do you think overall of will's play um we, we don't need to go down the whole entire lineup on offense and defense but i think he is still uh the biggest asterisk to this to this team is if he struggles this team's going to struggle and he just hasn't he's you know he's only been out there twice so i, I don't have 100 percent confidence in him yet i have some confidence in him but until he's done it for uh you know five six eight ten games in a row that's when i'll start to have the confidence in him what do you think of his play on saturday
1: you know, uh, I think he played well and, and people, we don't forget, but people tend to forget he is a freshman and a true freshman at that. And every week the coach um, opens up the playbook more and more. So each week he gets opportunity to do some things that he didn't do the week before. And a lot of times people don't think about that. And so with that comes more responsibility. There were some balls he threw that were in great, great places. Receivers didn't catch. And then one day they did catch they made it look easy, which is fine. But I think his confidence is there and I believe the team is behind him one hundred percent and I think they understand that he's the guy moving forward. Now with that being said, I would like to see um not necessarily emotions from him because he's he seems like a bit even kill young man. But I see that, that that fire in him, a little more fire in him. You know, and it's one of those things where he's surrounded by a bunch of good skill players. You know, when you got Deuce Bond back there ne- next to you that takes away a lot of stress because if all goes wrong, get the ball to deuce and he makes something happen. But I like to see Will take a little more of a leadership role and kind of take that attitude uh, and basically impose our offensive Will against any defense he comes up across. You know, if you look at a Trevor Lawrence, I'm not comparing him by any mean, but certain quarterbacks have that about them. And no matter what the score is, no matter what position they're, they're at on the, on the field, you mistrust that this guy's going to find a way to lead the team down, to get three points or even a touchdown for that matter. So I like to see him kind of show a little bit more emotion, a little more leadership, but I'm liking what I'm seeing from him. And the kid has the physical tools and he seems to be cool and doesn't panic under pressure.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I see what you're saying there on, uh, you know, on the emotion, but I, I don't know. I, I think he's got so much going through his head, he doesn't, have, he doesn't have time to be emotional right now. So we might see that uh, come out over time as he gains more confidence. And uh, you know, he's not thinking as much, but right now, he's uh, I'm sure I'm sure getting excited is the least of his worries. He's just trying to remember the snap count, so uh, which is which is just as important. So, uh, real quick, I want to touch on. Um, I want to touch on. Did you see the Wisconsin game with uh, with with Graham Merch, the freshman QB out of Kansas City? Did you see that? At I all? did. I
1: did.
0: Man, so, that, just because we're talking about Will and and being a freshman, I mean, I don't. I know I, I kind of put limitations on on freshmen, and, and maybe I shouldn't because I mean, there you see a young kid go out and you know he almost basically did a, had a perfect game, um, yeah. which you know it doesn't matter if you're a senior or whatever i mean it, it, it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter if you're the dang kicker it's hard to have a perfect game and uh and he went out and did it so i mean that just shows to prove that if you prepare well and if you're a good enough you know a good enough uh quarterback i mean there's nothing that says even as an 18 19 year old kid that you can't go out there and play at an all-conference type level
1: exactly exactly i agree and that's one thing nowadays these high school kids, they go through so many camps, they go through so much seven-on-seven, seven. they go through so many quarterback schools, and now high schools run similar offenses uh, as colleges do. So it's not like it's a big learning curve when they get to college. You know, back when I was coming up, a lot of schools didn't run some of the uh, complicated offenses that the colleges did. But now most high schools uh, run the same offenses as colleges, so the verbage is the same. Um, they they understand how to read a defense a lot more than high school quarterbacks did when they came out when I was playing. So I don't I'm not saying I I don't understand, but I'm not as quick to give them a pass on grasping the offense as I would be back in the day when guys were redshirting more and not as many true freshmen were playing at the quarterback position.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, shoot, sure, I don't know about you, but I didn't know. I didn't know a zone read from a power play when I came to uh, when I came to college. Our, our coach did a he he liked to keep it simple and we ran about twenty plays over and over and over again. So yeah. it, uh, it it worked for us and yeah we weren't we weren't knowing zone defense man defense cover two cover four cover three cover one. We didn't know anything when I got right. to K State. So yeah, it, it was a quick learning curve. I was like, what? Which uh, r- real funny story I remember. You know, I I always felt like I was a pretty coachable kid. I mean, if, uh, you know, coach told me to run through a wall, I'd say, yes, sir, and go do it. Um, So, you know, on offense, you know, they draw out the play, and they're always drawing arrows. And, you know, it's like, all right, you got a four-yard drag route. And, uh, you know, and they put a little arrow on the end. And so, like, I didn't – but I never understood or it took me a while to understand that, you know, if it's a zone defense and you're open, just turn around and catch the ball. Like, just, at the end of the day, like that's if it's zone, that arrow is a rough general idea of where you're supposed to be. At the end of the day, you got to get open. So it took me like a whole spring ball of running the exact route that was drawn on the board and just getting killed by corners because I didn't know how to I didn't know how to settle. I would just like. Go right into him and just get kill and you know decapitate myself so i did that for about six months and i was like all right i'm gonna like quit being too coachable i'm gonna start uh just playing football and, and getting open and settling in the open space is a is a skill that you have to learn
1: <laughs> right right you learn you learn the hard way <laughs> yep
0: exactly well you know just stuff like that i'm sure will's trying to figure it out and uh, all sorts of little nuances um
1: go ahead no it's like he hey, will he will I'm, I'm confident in the kid and like you and I both, former players are always hardest on their uh, teammates or are hardest on their alumni. You want to see the best for the kids. And because you've been through those battles, you understand what can happen and, and what it takes. So we're always going to be a little bit harder than we probably should be. But I I, have, I got confidence in the young man. Yep,
0: you and me both. Uh, West Virginia this week, obviously yeah. on the road, which obviously you probably never played at West Virginia. They weren't in the league. Um, when you went through, but uh, that's a pretty, uh, that's a pretty intimidating. You know, there's definitely a um, home field advantage up there, which this year there's not much of a home field advantage. But uh, obviously, we'll be watching this one at home. Overall thoughts on this game coming up? How you feeling about
1: it? Man, you know, I watched a little bit of their game last week and. The quarterback, he's not bad. They got some skill, guys. My biggest concern is protecting our quarterback against those two brothers on D-line. Those guys are grown men, probably both going to be playing on Sundays next year. Um, I'm going to be watching the O-line. You know, as much as um, that's not the most glamorous position, I'm curious to see how the O-line holds up. I think if our O-line holds up against those guys, we have a legitimate chance to get a um, convincing win. I'm not sure if they realize how skilled we can be. Um, as far as passing game, I think our tight end is going to have a big game this week. Um, and and Deuce, he's going to do what he does. But the key to the game is the, our O-line containing their D-line.
0: Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. And one of the stats that's jumping out to me is, uh, you know, West Virginia – is 3-0 when they allow 100 yards or less, and they're 0-2 when they give up 100 yards of rushing or more. Um, So if we just break it down to that one statistic, which has been 100% this year, I'm going to take Kansas State getting 100 yards against West Virginia. Uh, So so, so I either think – you know, that's going to come true. K State will win, or that's going to come true, and that stat that's held true for the last five games will uh, will not hold true anymore. So, either way, I, I'm with you. I like K State's odds. Um, you know, West Virginia 3 0 at home at the moment. So, um, even though there isn't a quote unquote home field advantage with no crowds, uh, obviously, whenever you're in, in the routine and in your own locker room, that, that always helps um, not having to travel, especially to West Virginia. A um, little, little harder to get to than some of these other schools. So, but no, I think it's gonna be good. It's it's gonna be a well evenly matched ball game. I think both these teams are at similar positions um, and firepower and skill set and, and where and where they're at right now and their progression of getting better as as a, as a you know as a program. So um, at the, which you know the, the line shoot three and a half points for West Virginia. I think usually they give three points to the home team. So they're basically saying it's it's a it's a wash. Um, it's point flip. And w- which I would pr- I would probably agree with. I like Kansas State just because I think um, you know the running game. I don't think we're going to struggle in that regards at all. But I'm mm-hmm. with you. Offensive line versus defensive line. At the end of the day, you know we could say that about every single game. If your if your if your offensive line ever struggles, it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a long day. So uh, I'm with you. O line. K State's O line versus uh, versus West Virginia D line. And the funny part is, you know. I have full confidence in our defense, so I, you know, that's always kicker too. Is like, oh, can your defense stop on It's like I got confidence in our defense now. That is higher than probably any other side of the, than anywhere else on the field. Um, so I know defense is going to come out there and ball out and play well. Uh, we just need that offensive line to be able to get the rushing game going. Which uh, with a young quarterback, get the rushing game going, make some nice easy throws and some nice easy reads for a young quarterback. In my opinion, that's the recipe to win another Big Twelve game on the road with a true freshman quarterback. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I, I think our kids are focused in. Coach Kleiman and his staff are de- doing a great job, man. I'm sorry. I'm so excited for these guys. And um I hate to look ahead, but you know, it's one of those things where we talked about it early in the year, you know, after we beat Oklahoma, people were like, hey, you know, we beat Oklahoma. What now? And you know, there's an opportunity that we know we have available to us. And if we can get past West Virginia on the road and come back here uh on a winning streak against uh, i mean going up against oklahoma state that sets up a phenomenal matchup and you know and that's going to be one i will be surprised if that game is 11 o'clock game
0: (laughs) yeah better not be you
1: know (laughs) yeah so that, that that's opportunity for us as a program and for the big 12 to have another big-time game. I know the Iowa State-Oklahoma State game was kind of a national game. A lot of people were talking about it on Fox, on ESPN, uh, you name it. They were talking about it. But this is an opportunity for K-State to kind of say, hey, you know, don't forget about us. You know, don't forget about us. So let's get the win and see what happens there.
0: Shoot, don't forget about us. And, I mean, we're actually getting a little bit of respect now, 16th in the country. Imagine, you know, we'd probably be top 10 if we didn't. Drop that game to Arkansas State. So, or even if uh, even if Skyler was in there, I think maybe we'd be a little higher than that. Uh, I, I think a few uh, a few voters are still p- p- holding us down because of a young quarterback, uh, which is fine. I, I get it. But yeah, you look at the upcoming schedule. I mean, yeah, what, if, you, if Kansas State can go and take care of take care of business against West Virginia, that puts them in an exceptional spot heading into the last four games of the year. Uh, come home against Oklahoma State. That'll be a big game. I don't think you know Oklahoma State's. Uh, looking like the best team in the conference, but they're not, you know, levels above everyone else. I think Kansas State will have to play well, but got them at home. Got a chance to, to knock off the, the big dog there. And then on the road against Iowa State, that's always a great matchup, K-State versus Iowa State, no matter no matter how they're playing or how they're ranked. That's always going to come down to one possession, it seems like. Uh, on the road against Baylor, I like K-State's odds against that. And then at home against Texas, which Texas hasn't really scared me as much this year as as I thought. So, I mean, you look out there and, I mean, I know it's you always just say take one game at a time and, and it'll take care of itself, but it's like, the way this season's shaped up, there's not – I'm not scared of any of those teams.
1: No, seriously, no. Like I said, the biggest game, the biggest game in my eyes is Oklahoma State. And like I said, I'm not – they don't scare me. They got some dudes. But I think we're going to be okay. And, it's, you know, it's, it's fun to look back. If you look back a few years, it might have been your senior year. I can't remember. I remember I was at the game. But the year we beat Texas and we won the Big Twelve Championship. And I remember being at home and – and a bunch of former players coming on the field with like a minute on the sidelines, like a minute left in the game. And we were just celebrating with those guys. And it was a great feeling. And, and it's setting up to be a similar uh, situation, you know, finish up the regular season, got Texas at home. Even though Texas isn't Texas right now, they are still Texas. And that's a big name school. And, you know, to, to be able to win the Big 12, that will be amazing. Uh, regular season anyway that would be amazing to happen but a lot lot needs to happen but
0: it's fun to talk about yep no exactly a lot needs to happen with the first priority taking care of business on the road against west virginia this k-state team has improved they've gotten better but they are by no means good enough to be overlooking um anyone in the country let alone a big 12 opponent um in west virginia anything else before we kind of wrap up here
1: no, that's about it, man. Um, I'm excited. Hey, you know, we got another win. It's a great week whenever you I'm um, Thankful for the weather that we're having, and and hopefully uh, things keep going accordingly.
0: Absolutely. And on that note, we'll wrap it up. Appreciate the time. Appreciate uh, appreciate all you do for for us in this community. And yeah, like you said, those high school kids. Uh, appreciate you. You know, just leading them and being a good role model for them, and making better men in that category as well. So. That being said, Monty, thank you very much. This has been the Tannehill and Spiller Podcast. Go Cats. Go Cat. Power PowerCat Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street Publishing.
1: Let's go! It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And
0: this time, it's every competitor for themselves. The Challenge All Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it
1: free. Terms apply.